Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Here we go. We are back for another big season of Grey Wolf Hoops. It is Ned joined by the one, the only basketball analyst of <laughs> 2021, John Fitz. Johnny, how are you, my Oh, man? great to be back in the studio finally after a very long COVID pandemic. We're not really through it yet, but we're making the most of it while we can. And I'm really excited to be back for season two. Grey Wolf Hoops, man. Like it feels like it's been forever since we wrapped up season one, but here we and are. And it is the longest off-season in history in the NBL for basketball. It's upsetting, but hey, we've got these great shirts, oh, man. Check them out. We're making the most of it, so if anyone wants to sign up, we only charge $100 a session, don't we, Ned? Yeah, Zombies Academy. <laughs> Never mind getting trained by the experts where we've got the fits. Yeah, I That's, mean... You know, I've just said that you're this amazing <laughs> analyst, and I'm saying, never mind the experts, but you're an expert. Oh, well, I mean, maybe, but uh, self-proclaimed, possibly, but um, yeah. no, nah, it's all a bit of fun. So we're going to have merch available at some stage, so keep an eye out for that on the Grey Wolf store. You know how we roll. Grey Wolf Entertainment 2020. Before we get into the hoops, how would you wrap it up, John? It was a bit of a frustrating year, really. Yeah. We had so many plans, expectations, whatnot, oh. and COVID just jumped in the way. It's like, where do you start? Like, we spoke about it a little bit, didn't we, during the year, and just, you know, I don't know where to start. I was supposed to get married at the end of last year, <laughs> and we had to move that, and I mean, I know there's bigger things going on in the world, but it really changed the way that we just lived, hasn't it? And I don't think we'll ever get back to the way it was before, unfortunately, but I think there's probably some positives that are going to come out of this as well with the way people work and maybe taking things a bit more or less for granted I suppose as well in life um, so I mean hopefully fingers crossed we can sort of keep whatever is happening now under wraps and just get back to some sort of normal life exactly man and on a positive note we've got hoops right through until mid-year I know, June. with NBL so even oh. though we've had to wait so long for it at least we get it for a lot longer man. I know I can't wait and look it's just been just waiting for this because obviously it was supposed to kick off last year and we're just waiting and waiting. They have rescheduled round one already, so we're kicking <laughs> off on the 15th of January. Um, so hopefully from now on it's smooth sailing and just get stuck back into some NBL because the one thing we don't want to lose is that momentum that the NBL's built up over the last two or three years with Larry Kesselman at the helm. Like He's really just taking it to another level and we really don't want to lose that. So Yeah, very true. We did lose a bunch of players but most of them came back, which was interesting yeah. enough there due to COVID like Bryce Cotton, for example. Yeah, Casper Ware was another. Casper Ware, and, yes. Yeah, a lot of them sort of and Xavier Cooks a lot of them said no we're going home and then they've all come back so luckily that's happened because we couldn't really you know we don't really want to lose our, our superstars you know they're the ones that bring the crowds in as much as we want to keep developing our Australian players and we have spoken about that before but the other thing we've got to remember is we've got a new team coming in next season too so we don't want to lose any momentum for the Jack Jumpers to come into the league and uh, I'm really keen I've already jumped on board on the uh, on the membership side of things there so I'm really excited for it. that Johnny Fitzgerald <laughs> he's signed up he is Tasmanian Jack Jumpers the whole way 2021 membership done you got your t-shirt yeah i've got my t-shirt and everything yeah oh, nice. I've got my bumper next sticker. episode i want to see you wearing <laughs> right. the shirt i'll have the hat as well i should have worn the hat for this episode oh, i forgot man. actually you're letting the jack jumpers <laughs> down. i know but i'm really excited i'm really excited to see who's gonna jump ship we might talk about that a bit later on in the season but um but man i'm really excited to get through some team previews now there's been a lot of movement obviously we had a little bit of an extended off season i suppose there's been a lot a of player movement <laughs> yeah and definitely some movement with coaches this year as well we've seen a little bit of movement one guy who i guess have been trying to get to the NBL slash the Australian system, Brian 
Gorgent for a number of years has finally made the transition to Australia. So we'll talk about that shortly, but we'll work through each of the teams. We'll talk a bit about what we're expecting for the season, how they went last year, a few sort of signings, departures and whatnot. And we'll kick things off, Nettie, with the Adelaide 36ers. Probably one of the biggest departures for them was Joey Wright out the door. Very uh, controversially very. as well. That would come down to all sorts of, well, I suppose we can't really jump into it too much, but he's been replaced by Connor Henry. Joey Wright, do you know what's happening with Joey? I don't know. He's probably not doing anything. He probably doesn't have a great uh, referee on his resume. <laughs> I don't think so. No, but that was a case of leaked. Uh, what were uh, they? The yeah, those texts, or WhatsApp messages, yeah, and all WhatsApp, that kind that's of the stuff. Word I was so looking for right there, Joey Wright just yeah. wow, jumped into the boys a little bit there. Yeah, I don't know about that one. So You've I don't know what Joey's up to Cobra now. Kai, yeah. I think. Have you yeah, seen actually, Cobra I have. Kai? It's really good. It's Season very three's good unreal. Show. It's a he's recommendation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> check it out. He's like Chris. He is actually very much so. So last year, the thirty six. Has finished seventh with a 12 and 16 record, which actually wasn't too bad in hindsight. But the bigger playing departure, Nettie, Jerome Randall, he's out the door. Anthony Drumix changed to, uh, where's Egon Brisbane, I think so. Yeah. And Eric Griffin, our boy, he's yeah, off as I well. I really so, rated Eric Griffin. I I'm not too. sure where he's gone. And you've brought up some big things about these key departures. You're not sure who's going to sort of fill that scoring That's, role there for Jerome Randall. Yeah. And Eric Griffin, man, he was an all round player. He was in the fantasy team, if I remember. I, I reckon Eric Griffin was one of the most underrated players last year. We spoke about him a lot. And that's the biggest thing for Adelaide. Where's that scoring going to come from? You know, Jerome Randall was third or fourth overall in the league for points last year. I just can't see where those points come from this season. That's a that's a big issue. They have signed uh, Josh Giddy, who's the big next star signing. He's the Aussie looking at the you know top 10 NBA prospect. Uh, Isaac Humphreys is one they've snuck in. He's an Aussie big man. He's been overseas. He's come back. Very interesting to see how him and Daniel Johnson play as the two big guys, whether they play together or not. But uh, the other international players have brought in Tony Crocker and Donald Sloan, both over thirty. So we're not. I'm oh, not expecting big things out of very, those very guys. Old. It is very, very old, old, Eddie. <laughs> now that I'm over thirty. <laughs> yeah. So look, it's going to be a very big season for Adelaide. I don't know who's going to pick up that scoring. I mean, even if you look at their roster, there's no one out there that screams, you know, playmaker, pure scorer, pure shooter. We've got some good players, obviously, through that team. I think Josh Giddy's going to be the big one, though. If he can really make a statement like Ball did last year. That could make the difference for Adelaide. But and he's the yeah. uh, son of the Eric Giddy. Yeah, is that his yeah, name? he's the Tigers big, player from yep. back in the day. Yep, he's the big one. All eyes are on him at the moment for a future boomer and future NBA superstar. So, what are you thinking here, man? What are you realistically thinking? I think it's going to be bottom four, if not bottom two, for Adelaide. Uh, I just I, again, I just can't see where the scoring comes from. That's the big thing from them. And you look at the teams they've had over the years. They've had those pure scorers, pure slashes. Like Sobi was there, Creaky. Was obviously there for a while. Yeah. I just and I just don't know about their imports either. I haven't read a lot on them, but uh that look that could surprise a few. But my big bold statement, which is obviously some of that you know, it's a bit out there. Boom. I reckon they'll lose less games than the Hawks did last year. So that's less than five. Jeez. I mean, sorry, win more, uh, win less games than the Hawks did last year. Let's not get that confused. See, yeah. I think, yeah, it's going to be a very long season for Adelaide. Yeah, that's a big confusion right there. You basically have them, you know, on top of the ladder if you no, swap that around. And they'll kick their season off Saturday 16th versus South East Melbourne. So that'll be a big game, actually. Both teams wanting to obviously start strong. Um, so we'll see how that shapes up. So what are you thinking there? South East Melbourne or Adelaide 36? I'll probably have to go South East Melbourne. I reckon yeah, they started I'll like a house on fire last year, man, if you remember that. I think they'll continue that this year. So yeah, strong we'll, and we'll jump yeah. into their preview shortly, but we I will. do agree with you on that one. Alrighty, is there anything more you'd like to say about the Adelaide? Not 36? really. Is other than, we have it. 
Good luck. <laughs> they might prove me wrong. I think we put the Moz on, Can- not Cairns, one of the teams last year, and they proved it wrong in Brisbane, actually, and they sort of came out and you won a few nice Brisbane, games. I, I was on them for a little bit. I was on them for a little bit. But let's speaking of which, let's move to Brisbane, man. Uh, they've had a couple of moves uh, this off-season as well. One import that we'll talk about shortly, but Andre Lamanas is back at the helm. He's been moved on from the Australia position, so maybe a bit more time to work on his Brisbane boys, who he loves a lot, obviously. Yes. Sir. Last season, they did surprise us a little bit. I think it was early in the season we put the Moz on them a little bit. They ended up finishing fifth, but only missed out on the finals because United got them on points percentage, so they jumped into fourth. So they yeah. won the same amount of games. It feels like it was a long time ago anyway, doesn't it? It does. A um, couple of key departures here. Cam Glidden's moved on, and Lamar Patterson. That's huge That's right massive. There. He's gone to New Zealand, so that's going to leave a massive hole. But they have filled those guys with kind of like-for-like players. Anthony Drimmick's come across from Adelaide. I suppose he'll fill some sort of role. And Vic Law, who hasn't been spoken about a lot, he's a big international signing who I really rate. Uh, and he actually played with Orlando in the bubble in the NBA. So he's I've seen a little bit of his that. highlights there, man, and he yeah. does look very good. So I think the Bulls have picked themselves up a bit of a key player right I there. Think so. But can he fill the shoes of Patterson? It's big. That's a that's that's the big sort of question for the season. Can he fill the scoring of Patterson? And it might be depending on how him and Sobi play as well, because Sobi might move over to the two. Uh, he's got a lot of shoes to fill on that court. He's a leader out there now. Um, and Orlando Johnson's the other import who I haven't read a lot about. So it's it's going to be an interesting season for Brisbane. I think they've got the right pieces there. Lamar's a big out, but I think Vic Law's a really good replacement. He can play and he's fresh off NBA experience. So I think he'll yeah. be ready to go. He'll be used to that bubble lifestyle too. That's so. what we like to see right there. And we should note too, we have not seen too much of the off-season at the moment. Like the pre-season games is what we should say. So we're going to have to sort of wait and see and watch this space. They will keep things off against the Hawks who haven't played too badly from what I have seen on Friday the 15th. Who do you think is going to get this yeah. one? Well, they're actually playing Sydney, Sydney on Saturday the 16th. Yes. Sorry, Saturday the rusty, 16th. Man, I'm rusty. Um, look, Damn. Uh, I think I think Brisbane will probably finish about the same. I reckon they'll be about there. They're the sort of team that the wins. Four five mark. They're in that four five mark. They might drop down to sixth a little bit, but they're that sort of team that wins games that they almost shouldn't. Like they can get on a little bit of a run last year, as we saw, knock off a few of those big boys. But I mean, Patterson's a big out, as we've said a few times. But I think Law is going to be he's going to slot in that small forward position, um, and the big season is going to be Sobe, like I said. So I'm expecting them to probably do about the same as last year. Okay, so they kick things off with the Kings, is what I should have said. Our boy Bruce and Sydney, who of course came runners-up last yeah. year. I expect them to bounce back, yep. though, and I think they'll get this one. Yep, I agree, man. So that's going to be good. I think I think Brisbane are one to watch this year, but it's going to be a big log jam, I reckon, for those top four spots. I think it's going to be very tight in there. But let's move on to Cairns Taipans, Nettie, and this is the team that we really have jumped on the last few seasons. Oh, yeah. I love Cam these guys. Oliver and Scott Machado, they're oh, back. That is huge right there. That's pretty much the preview. <laughs> Machado, yeah, okay, Oliver, all right, next team. <laughs> no. So they've uh, Mike Kelly's back at the helm. My dad, I love Mike yeah. Kelly. He, we need to get a picture of your dad and Mike Kelly in one of those split yep. screen shots like we did with Herbert and Golding, because <laughs> it is your dad. Yeah, I've never seen them in the same room together. So yeah, who knows what that gets up on the weekends? The, uh, basketball skill too. That's it. Exactly right. So they had a great season last year, finishing third, uh, sixteen and twelve, and obviously they went down to Perth in the semi. That's a very tough team to come against in oh, a semi final. Yeah, they did well though. Uh, they did really well. So their key departures. DJ Newball is going to be a big one to fill. They yeah. have signed a next star from New Zealand, uh, Moave, Moave King. Uh, he's a young fella. I think he'll play a lot of minutes this year as Do you well. Think you got the pronunciation I right there, so. Johnny. I, I would 
don't want to so. put my life on that one, but hopefully he'll, he'll go all right. I'm looking forward to seeing how the Cairns Taipans fare this season because they're sort of that second team that, you know, they're yeah. like the team that you you want to see do well. Yeah, that's right. And they've sort of got Jawai, who's over 30. He's like 33, 35. They've got Jared Kenny, he's 35. But the rest of the team's fairly young. And I think yeah. that's that was the key thing. They re-signed Machado and Oliver for two more years. And obviously, they're really coming into their prime. They're, that, oh, like, yes, that's the top are. two, like the duos in the league right there. Like, I love watching those guys play. We talk about them all day, don't we? Oh, yeah. The picks for fantasy as well. I'm expecting them to finish top two this year. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I've got probably a few teams I think will finish top two, but I reckon they'll improve yeah i haven't actually written anything down on paper but i'm gonna say these guys are at three three yeah, yeah it's gonna be tough to knock off a couple of teams perth kings united are all gonna be up there i'm not sure about perth i'm actually yeah, i don't think I've they look as strong as last too. season so yeah. we'll have to wait and see but they're they're facing the hawks first up johnny yeah on friday the 15th that's the first of that double header might be the second game but that's gonna be a good way to kick the season off can't damn wait to watch that one but uh the big season man of our boy quite noy I hope I said his name. I'm going to butcher all these names. No, nah, quite noise, right? Quite noise. I remember that from last season. I'm I'm waiting for him to really explode onto the scene in the NBL. I think he could be one of those once in a generation talents, and I reckon this could be his season to really step it up a notch. Yeah, he was looking very good last year, and then injuries got the better yep. of him. I do believe so. Hopefully, this year is the year for him. He's had plenty of time to recover, as yep. have all of the players. So fingers exactly. crossed. Touch wood. It's the year for Noy. It could be, and I'm expecting my my big bold statement for the Cairns Taipans that he. Is that they win the whole thing. Whoa, yeah, there you go. That is that's huge bold. right there. That's that the is th- huge. I was going to get to that at the end. <laughs> that is a bold statement. You heard it here first. Yeah. Grey Wolf Hoops. Johnny Fitzgerald says, Cairns Taipans number one. They're going to win it all. So, I mean, look, we'll see. I may be completely wrong, but um, I reckon <laughs> this could be one of those seasons where it's very different. Now, we could see anything happen. You know, oh, yeah. Even our poor old Adelaide could win it. Like, it's literally anything can happen. Depends how players react to some of these bubbles that are going to happen. They're going to have to, you know, even saw with the AFL, there was a few, you know, I mean, obviously, so Richmond won at the end, but anything can happen in a season like oh, this. Oh, it definitely can. And how about the rebranded Hawks? They went into administration over the off-season yep, there yep. and were picked back up by some billionaire or something, yeah, weren't they? So now, the, all of a sudden, they've been rebranded to the Hawks. Brian Gorgian at the helm. Oh, I, th- This has got sort of Cinderella story written all over it, oh, I reckon. Yes, it does. And we, we've spoken about this quite a bit, haven't we? It speaks a lot about the state of the league when we get a team fold and get bought by two overseas guys and an Aussie. Like, that is... That would Huge. never have happened five years ago. We would no, just lost the team. it'd be done just like the Townsville yeah. Crocs back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. So, the new ownership group is... Yeah, I'm going to butcher some more names. Dory Quarterhigh. Quarterhigh? No, He's an Aussie guy. That has to be it. Yeah, oh, that's the so. Aussie. He's the Aussie <laughs> guy, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, Brian Quarterhigh. Colangelo, and he's been involved with many NBA teams. I'm just bad on pronunciation today. And here's an easy one. Michael Proctor, who's another American guy. Yeah. So two Aussies and, and a, a, sorry, two USA guys and an Aussie like that. You just would never have seen that. So I'm just, I'm really excited to see what could happen here. Obviously last season, they really struggled finishing ninth. I only won the five games, but Brian Gorgian is probably the signing of the whole off season. It is the biggest signing level. of the off season and some big departures for them in Josh Boone and Tim Conrad. I think probably good moves there. I think unfortunately Boone passed his prime. Would you sort of yeah, agree with that? Yeah, he probably, and we watched a lot, even when he was playing United, man, he just couldn't finish in the paint. Like he, he had some awful games down there, so I think probably 
time to move on. Yeah, it might be time. But the thing here is with the Hawks is even though they finished 5-23, and 23, they were probably the most watched team in the NBL Absolutely. with LaMelo Ball there. And have you seen much of him playing for the Charlotte A little Hornets? bit. Yeah, he's had a few ripping games. He's had some great games. <laughs> yeah. So obviously coming out here and playing in Australia really got him warmed up for the big leagues. Yeah, and it's a great sign for future players that want to come and play in Australia and then move on to the draft. And obviously there's a few this year as well. And actually the Hawks have signed another one, another name I'm going to muck up. Justinian Jessup. He's another next star. So Jessup. Yeah, Jessup. Might so be Jessup. One to, it could be Jessup, actually. It could be Justinian as well. <laughs> <laughs> Justinian. So if he's watching, we apologize for the name. But I'm they've also say signed Jessup. I'll, I'll go with that as well. They've also signed Dang Adele and uh, Cameron Bairstow's come across as well. So And they're two international players, Justin Simon and Tyler Harvey. They sound like accountants, don't they? <laughs> they really do. Tyler Harvey and Justin Simon right there. You wouldn't pick them up as international ballers, but let's wait and watch this space. I'm taking it. You don't know too much about these fellas. Not too much about those guys, but I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough season for the Hawks. But the thing that they've got number one is Gorgian. Number two is absolutely no expectations. So he can come in and he'll probably change their complete team structure, can change their offense, and he's obviously coaching the Boomers now. So they've got nothing to lose. No expectation, no disappointment. I think big things for the Hawks. They will be on the rise. Here's a question for you, Johnny Offkey. How long did he sign for, Gorge? I'm actually not too sure. Because if it's I a couple it, of seasons, look yeah, out. I was going to say, if he's coaching the Boomers, I'm assuming he's probably going to be here for a while. So he's a massive signing. And Brian Gorge and coach team, South Dragons back in the day, 8-9, mm. I think it was. That was yep. the last time. That's when Joey Ingles had his yep. second sophomore season, I think, and they won the whole thing. Won and it all. Very yeah. nice. Very and nice. He'll get them. Like, they've been chasing him just to coach the Boomers for years. So yeah. to get him to come across, coach a team that finished last and take on the Aussie team as well, like, that speaks volumes. And I think he's going to be here for a while and he could really make a difference just in Australian basketball as well as just for the Hawks so yeah, I think their season probably hinges on Bearso needs to stay healthy but I could, I could see them finishing top four that's a bold bold that is a very bold, bold statement so you got the Kansai Pants finishing at one yeah. and in that playoff bracket you've got the Hawks who last year finished bottom well, Johnny need, we need to write this down need I remind you these are bold statements yes. so they may not happen but you know I could see it happening purely for the fact that there's no expectations on them at all no one's expecting them, expecting them to win more than what they did last year they will win games with Gorge at the I helm they, they will, will win, win games. games definitely and look out for Dang Adele as well defensively he's a monster oh, so he, he'll protect that beast. paint and I think if they can they can run the floor and shoot threes all day they could be a really fun team to watch which you know when they got out and got running last year they were actually a good team oh, to watch a fantastic so, team to watch it was just very space. much yeah they Absolutely. just couldn't finish games and sometimes start them but anyways <laughs> they will take on your boys the Cairns Taipans this is actually a playoff preview in your books 1v4 the Hawks yep. and the Taipans on Friday the 15th who yep. have you got there the Hawks uh, obviously oh obviously yeah no I probably have to back Cairns in there but I'm actually looking forward I think that'll be a good game and I'm yeah. glad that they've sort of got the um, you know got the earliest slot there so we get to have a look at them which I think you know might take me back on my predictions but um, <laughs> otherwise man let's move on to Melbourne United I'm, I'm really excited to watch these guys play this year oh. they could be anything so Melbourne United is going to win the whole thing I'm going to yeah. put that down there right I, now yep. very I, big key signing in Landale massive. but yeah sorry man to jump on yeah. top of you there I know you're excited I'm excited yeah. too because these, these are 
if you're going to watch any team this year, I think United's going to be the team to watch because they they're going to be they're going to be unbelievable fun. Unbelievable on paper, they really do. So last year, of course, they finished fourth. They got Vickerman back as the coach. Uh, they lost to Sydney in the semi, which again another tough team to play in a semi final. Oh, yeah, definitely goes to show you really need to finish top two, don't you? They which, really did razz up the Kings though in that mm, game too. If you remember, they I won do. like they forty won or fifty points or something like that. So it was a case of home court advantage big time in that series. Massive, massive, and again, just goes to show you need to finish top two. But a couple of key departures. Casey Prather, who couldn't really get fit last year anyway. To be um, honest, I think that was a wise move on yeah. Prather because he just couldn't stay healthy. He I'm not sure what he's doing this season, but I wasn't too disappointed to see Prather go. Sean Long's a big one, though. Sean Long's a big one, and Mello Trimble's another big one. So they lost a couple of key pieces. Which, yeah. you know, Where's Trimble at? I know Sean Long's playing overseas. They've all gone over to Europe okay. from memory. Yeah. Everyone who's sort of opted out has gone to Europe, which there I guess, I don't know if it's any safer over there. But I was going to say, the coronavirus <laughs> is strong over there, boys. Mark <laughs> Mask up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mask up, social distancing. But a couple of really good key signings, man. Jack White, three years. He's been at Duke. I'm really excited to watch him I'm play. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. He's going to be massive this year. Their signings in the offseason are probably the best mm. throughout the NBL. That's what I'll say right there. You've got him. Very exciting Australian prospect right there. Yep. Scotty Hobson. He was my favorite player Ooh, yeah. in NBL 2020 last year. He is just amazing. When he signed, I'm like, it's game over. United have got it. <laughs> and then, drum roll, <laughs> your boy Jock Landau signs oh. on. And I am like, wow, these guys are going to be hard to stop. Don't forget Mitch McCarron there. They've got Chris Golding. they got all those pieces. There's like, lots of pieces to that puzzle. It's um, And just the fact, and like even Landau, like, I don't know where that signing sort came from. I reckon we did pick it at some point that he was going to come back to Australia, didn't we? But I'm pretty sure it'll be a one and done sort of thing mm. for Landau until the coronavirus and everything. He's sort of sort of the vaccine gets whatever because he was very much committed to playing overseas and I think yep. he's just playing it safe. Yeah, I would agree with that. And he brings a whole other dynamic to the team than Sean Long does. Like obviously you're watching the, um, the Boomers USA games. He loves that high pick and roll. He just oh, opens yeah. up the key a lot more. Sean Long's more of a traditional post big man. Yep. Whereas Jock Landau's a little bit different and he's really fun to watch as well. So I think when you've got, yeah, you've got um, Chris Gording on one side, you've got Mitch on the other side, you've got Scotty Hobson who can shoot. Like, they're going to be bombing threes all season and they're going to be fun to watch. Very exciting team to watch. The bowlers, baby, look out. They're my prediction to win the whole thing. Yep, yep, I'll stick with that one. So I've, my expectation for them is top four, obviously. The other spots are taken up by... Uh, what do you got? <laughs> said before. Are they two or three, John? Uh, I'll get back to that one later on. Um, now, Jock Landau's come out and said he reckons that the team can go undefeated, which is interesting. Wow. That's, I a, think, that's a bold statement right there. That's a very bold statement. I think the team's success is on him. I think Jock, it's, it's his chance to come out and actually show people on that Australian scale what he can do. I think this is a big chance. If he comes out and dominates... It's definitely well. on Jock. We've said it before mm. that he is NBA material right there. I can't believe he's not playing in the NBA. So this is his chance. Yep. He's going to take those bowlers under his wing and boom. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I think... Uh, and they kick their season off uh, Friday 15th versus Perth. That's going to be a ripping matchup, that one. Is it in Perth? Uh, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So there's be. a statement right there. Always hard to win over there at against Perth, the Red Army and all that sort of thing. There you go, Landale boys. Get it off to a good start. Get Let's get the start. W. But like I said, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And yeah, I think if I'm not talking bold predictions, if I'm talking normal predictions, they'd be my team to win. I think oh, it'd be yes. Melbourne United. But, you know, they can't fit in with Cairns and... 
Melbourne, whoever else I've said, and Hawks. <laughs> I'm pretty, the Hawks will take them. <laughs> oh, I'll say bloody well. And uh, Nettie, let's go across the pond to the New Zealand Breakers. And this is going to be another interesting season for them, I think. Uh, Dan Shamir's stayed on as the head coach last year. A little bit disappointing, but it was probably the health of their roster that really let them down uh, It really last was the health of really. their roster right there. Big out in Scotty Hobson. Melbourne United's game yeah. right there, Johnny. Whoa. Yeah. Massive, massive. Might also explain why the uh, people over at New Zealand didn't want to give up interviews. Yeah, that might be why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, exactly. not, he's not staying with us. Yeah, exactly right. So we'll get him on the show next. But, yes, um, definitely. But I guess they have done a bit of a like, oh, kind of a like for like replacement, I suppose, with Lamar Patterson jumping across. That's yeah. a huge signing for what them. Is, I'm not too sure, and it's always a controversial thing to say here because, you know, but what sort of shape is Lamar in? I know last year it looked like he'd been on the cheeseburgers a little, which is, you know, that's <laughs> just... It is what it is. Yeah, that, We've all been in lockdown. We all have been in lockdown. So, I don't know. Like That's probably going to be a real key thing. They but need to get off to a good play. start. That, that man, man can play. He can ball, Damn. can't he? Yeah. They need to get off to a good start early in the season, especially in another bowl prediction. This is a little bit different one. I don't think they'll play any games in New Zealand. I reckon they're going to be on the road for the whole season. Wow, yeah. that's a bold prediction right yeah, there. I think it's with restrictions. It's going to be a case of whether they'll let them over, I guess. I know the New Pretty Zealand much. government's very, very... like They shut down the virus very well. Yeah. So, it might be a thing. That'll really go to show how good they are if it they will. can do. Because I predict them top four. I was mm. going to say two or three for the breakers, but if your prediction's right, and just thinking about it now, could well be. Yeah. They're going to have to really come out and show that they are the best team. They will. That's why they're going to have to play. And they're going to have to come out early and really set set the tone for their season. Because no a lot of teams... court advantage is no, not good. Because one thing, again, with their team is, that, look, they've brought Patterson. The team hasn't changed a lot. The change, team's changed a little bit. But out of all the other sides, they're probably the most settled, I feel, compared to last season. They get all those players back from injury. They're healthy. They need to make a statement straight away when you've got players uh, trying to fit into new systems. You've got new coaches coming into new teams. I think they're the side that needs to get off win their first four or five games and really get off to a head start because there's every chance that we may not play in New Zealand, more because of the players coming back to Australia. If there's any quarantine yeah, or anything, it's quarantine for we're two done. weeks and that sort of thing, it's game over. Yeah. Interesting, and I have to have a little bit of a laugh here at one of your notes. What the hell is Corey oh. Webster's avocado injury? <laughs> have you seen that? No. Yeah, he managed to cut his hand open on an avocado. Trying to oh, okay. do one the avocado. Yeah. yeah. So I had to mention that because all that was quite funny. I was talking about NBL over time. Um, yeah, it was actually quite funny. Yeah, that is funny <laughs> right there, but he's a gun too. He is I believe gun. he was in my team last year on the fantasy side of things, yeah. Webster. So if he gets going as well, whew. but yeah, I, I expect New Zealand Breakers to be right up there again. Yep. New Zealand and Melbourne United in those finals yeah. if the Hawks can't you know, <laughs> knock them off, Johnny. The Hawks, they make top four. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. My prediction for them is probably top four, if I'm being serious. I think that they should finish up there. They should have done that last year if they had a healthy The Breakers. The breakers, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. They're, just, they're just sort of two good and like I said their team is probably the most settled out of all the teams I feel so yep. they should be able to hit that preseason pretty hard they've been they've probably been training you know fully over in New Zealand whereas other teams here haven't been able to so yeah exactly they've got really, the head start on us John exactly a lot working in their favour but they need to get out to a good start but let's move on to the Perth Wildcats Nettie and um, I think we might be in a similar position with this in terms of what we think what happened this season uh, Trevor Gleeson of course is back they're going for three in a, in a row they obviously beat Sydney in three games in the COVID circumstances yeah, it was 2-1. It could have went either way. There's a lot of controversies surrounding mm. that, but I do believe they did the right thing in the end. They were 2-1 up, and, you know, you've got to... 
they had the advantage there. So, yep. you know, a lot of people saying that shouldn't have happened, blah, 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 right this season off. But I think it was fair on the Wildcats. That's coming from not the biggest Wildcats fan in the world either. This year, I don't think they look as strong on paper. There's some big, yeah. big outs. Big, big outs. That's the thing. And, and you've got Damian Martin's gone. Nick Kay's gone overseas. He's finally got his payday. And Tariqo White's not back either. So they're three massive core players that they need to replace. And I made a note here that Mitch Norton's kind of taken over the Damian Martin role, but how do they feel Kay and White? I think particularly how Nick Kay's played the last few seasons, he's been unreal, MVP caliber. Yeah. How do they replace those guys? And that's probably the biggest question mark for me. Yeah. Do you have a big, bold statement on this one, John? Because I, I'm not sure that there's a lot of good teams this season. I think they'll yeah. be struggling to break into that four, which would be huge if it happened because they have not lost a playoff series in a very... No, have not made the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I think missed they've the playoffs. missed the playoffs. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I can't speak. But bold, could pre- bold prediction is they missed the playoffs. Is that yours? Yeah. And yeah I, can, I, can, I can see that happening this year. Like, we've already talked about every other team that's apparently going to be top four. The Hawks will knock them off. <laughs> the Hawks will you knock them off. You heard it here first. But Exactly. But I could see that happening just because of that personnel change. Like I said, Norton's fielding the Martin role very well, but how do they replace Kane White? That's two big question marks. Uh, and obviously, Cotton did come back, which is a huge plus because he obviously opted out, then he came back again. Uh, and they've also signed John Mooney as their other international player. Again, he sounded like an accountant when I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, my brother and sister-in-law are the Moonies right there. there. I could see him fitting in right well with them, but you never know. You never write off the Wildcats, so that's something that I have definitely learned because a yep. few seasons back, they were looking the same deal, and then I believe that's when they did sign Cotton or it may have been White. Yeah. I don't know. They made some big move. Yep. They were nowhere near it, and then boom, I think they ended up winning the whole damn thing. Yeah, that's it, and that's the thing with Perth, and then like you said before, the Red Army just it's gets them over the line. Yeah, it's, it's so good, man. Like, there is crazy amounts there. But, you know, they're going to have to do good to beat the Cairns Taipans because Taipans played quite well against them there. And they're your bold prediction to win the whole thing. They yeah? are, yeah. And Taipans matched up really well against Perth last year and um, and won a few key matchups too. So, look, we'll see. Look, Perth's probably that sort of iffy side. There's a few of them in there. I, I can see as a bold prediction them missing the finals completely, but they're just such a professional unit. They've got a great coach. They've still got the rest of their core together. I think their management there is really, Excellent. really, really good because, yep. well, it has to be. They haven't mm. missed playoffs in forever. So, yep. yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, but I do think United We'll get it against yeah, the first game up, and I think they'll they'll start slow. Yeah, I think they will too. And again, it's just coming up with new structures, replacing those players. I mean, they do have Bryce Cotton; he's the best player in the league. So, Ooh, yeah. you know, oh yeah, that's the that's the thing, it. isn't it? It's like, well, yeah. At the end of the day, they still do have Bryce Cotton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting season from Perth. I'm really keen to watch them through the season just to see. I reckon you might be right. I think they'll start slow, and I think they'll come good as professional teams all do. So we'll keep an eye on them during the season. Watch this space, Hoops fans. I'm starting to get super geeked up for this one. And the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, did they start strong last year? Very strong. Very Remember the strong. first eight through the first eight weeks or so, they were right up there, and we were talking about could they go all the way? Could this could this really happen? And then they just fell in a heap. Yeah, they started strong and <laughs> bowed out very quickly. But I really love their their guard there, John Robertson. He was a great dude when we had him on the mm. on the show as yep, well. Yep. And he is one of their key outs, John. Yeah, he is, and he probably headlined. So yeah, so we had Ben Madgen retired, and so did Ty Wesley as well. Um, yeah, so Wesley's one of my favourite players of all time. Same. Sad to get see him go. Wasn't too concerned about Ben Madgen, <laughs> yeah. but you know, is what it is right there. But 
what do you think about the Phoenix this year? Yeah, Simon Mitchell back? Yeah, Simon Mitchell's back. Uh, I really like their two uh, signings. So Ben Moore had a lot of talk about him. I think he's from Chicago. Six foot eight. He plays really well at both ends. And I think oh, he's yeah. that swingman player that releases Creaky to maybe play big or even play small. So I think he's the man they needed to really fill that rotation. A lot of comparisons to Jay Sean Tate as well. And obviously very athletic. Yeah. Six foot eight. Just a beast. Reminds that me could, of you, actually. Yeah, yeah, six foot eight. Yeah, I'm close, John. <laughs> Jay Sean Tate, though, there's another great story right there playing mm. at the Houston Rockets right now. Great to see him doing well. Having laughs there with James oh, Harden yeah. in something <laughs> I saw. I had a bit of a giggle about that, man. But that is great. Another hats yeah. off thing to the league. But if he's anything like him, yeah, look out. Look out. And the other one, Kiefer Sykes is the, the point guard that basically replaced to, uh, to replace Robertson, sorry. He's more of a floor general. Robertson's obviously a lights-out shooter. But yeah. I feel like, you know, and then even as a mentor for Kyle Adnam, he's a really good replacement. He's going to set up a lot of play because they've got some very athletic players they need to get the ball to. I think he's going to fit in very well in that system. So Moore and Sykes aren't, I mean, they're, they're big names. They're not massive names, but I think they fit that system very, very well. And I think that's exactly what they needed. So, again, another team that doesn't have a lot of expectations this year. So the, the sky's the limit. It's probably going to take Mitch Creek to have an MVP caliber season to get them to that sort of top few spots. It's but your time, Creaky. Let's step up and mm. get this done. I tell you what, though, their ownership group, John, is looking the goods with John Wall joining it. I know. It's a lazy-looking ownership group. Maybe these guys need to come back and play a couple of seasons <laughs> at the end of it. Zebo, Josh Childress, Al Harrington, uh, Dante Exum. Imagine yeah. if some of these guys suited up, I guess few of them past their prime there, but yeah. Exum and Wall, you know, oh. retirement, Australia, look out. Look out, imagine that. But, like, again, and we keep talking about it every episode, the state of the league, man. Like, that we're getting so players like this come and buy into a team in Australia. That's just something else. Like, that really is something else. So That's huge right yeah, there. It really is. So, look, I'm not really sure where to place the sun. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, like, they're, they're very hard team to predict. I think, they again, they're going to need to come out to a big start. They've got a great chance against Adelaide on the 16th on Saturday to come out and make a statement. It's just going to depend how those new players fit into their system, because again, they're great players to fit in those roles that they needed. It's just a matter of how quickly they can gel, and we saw them come out last year and make a big statement. They did. They come and out and they off. went bang. And you're saying Adelaide's going to go down the gurgler yeah. so I guess that you're on the Phoenix train for this yep. one Phoenix v Adelaide to kick things off Southeast Melbourne Phoenix look out I'll join you on that one but I'm not really sure where they're going to finish I think Melbourne United in at one you know the Hawks yeah. in at two yeah. <laughs> The ongoing joke there. <laughs> joke. No, you, you said four. I'm sorry. I did say four, yeah. yeah so that's that. a great point. It's hard to know where they're going to fit in because um, there's a lot of teams. That, and look, probably the Bullets are a bit the same. They're thereabouts, but it's going to take something special for them to, to push into that top four spot just because there's so many teams that are looking there good this so season. There are so many great-looking teams this season. I think it's going to be United, Breakers, hopefully the Bullets for our boy Dave Knight. Hopefully they're oh, in yeah. there somewhere. Yep. Hopefully the Wildcats are out. Oh, I don't mean that. It's, it might be time for a change. <laughs> it might be. Uh, Let's move on to the Sydney Kings, John. Yeah. We have them taking on Nighty's Brisbane Bullets. That's right. This is going to be a good matchup straight up, I think, because the Kings have lost a few players, and obviously Cooks is injured as well. But they've brought in Adam Ford to replace Will Weaver, who's also gone to the Rockets. So another there great you story go there. right there. Fantastic. And obviously, they finished on top last year. They were the team to beat. They were on top of the ladder the whole season, mind you. Uh, then, obviously, they beat Melbourne in that semi and then lost to Perth, as we've discussed in that final. But you'd say the best team last year was still the Kings? Without doubt. Yeah, Sydney Kings. I was on their bandwagon big time. Sean Bruce had an absolute breakout year right yeah. there. He returns, yep. which I'm so happy for. 
two seasons, I think he signed on for yeah, it, too. It's not just a one-and-done sort of deal right there. Bruce, he's on for two seasons. Will Weaver out, like you said. Who are the ins here? So, some well, probably the key signing is Jarrell Martin, who's their new import player. But probably the biggest thing was Casper Ware staying, because he was one... I think it was it was Cotton, then it was Ware, who said, no, I'm out, I'm gone. And for him to come back, I think that's really big. He just needs to stay healthy all season, and he could really be the difference. Well, Casper Ware, I think, was the reason why the Kings weren't looking too good in that mm. series against the Wildcats. He just went cold in the play playoff series there, yeah. which was very unfortunate for Kings fans. So a lot will be resting on his shoulders, I do believe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I completely agree with that. A bit like when he was at Melbourne, it sort of did rest on his shoulders a lot running exactly. that team. Um, but Kevin Leish is retired, Bo gets retired, Jay Sean Tate's gone to the Rocket. So There's some very big outs right yeah. there. I thought Bogan might come back for one last crack at it, but not the case. Kevin Leish, that's a little bit unfortunate as well. But, you know, I'm pretty sure these guys will be right out up there again. But you've got yep. here too, Xavier Cooks. That's sad about his three or four months yeah, out. Yeah, he's out for a while. So that's going to be a big hole to fill. And he never really got going last year, did he? Coming in sort of midway through or whenever that was. But he's decided to stay because he was another one that was going to go. Uh, and, and he's staying with the Kings. Uh, of course, let's not forget they've still got DD there. He's still the next star player. He's, yeah, DD Lazada. He yeah. at times looked beyond great. Like yeah. When he got going, he got going. Yeah, so yeah. fingers crossed, Touchwood, the Sydney Kings will be back up there again. I reckon they might be that 2-3 spot, John. Yeah, I've probably got them about, well, got to fit in everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a lot in that top four. John's now got eight teams in that top four. So let's go one United, two Breakers maybe, three Sydney, four... Hawks, yeah, yeah. Hawks. Yeah. Cairns. They're the top four there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. But so I've got a couple of, I've got one bold prediction for you in a minute, but I think the one guy they need a big season out of is Craig Moller. And you know how much I love Craig Your Moller. Boy. But if with Cooks out for three or four months, and that could that could extend even longer, I think he's the man that's got to come in. And Brucey as well. Like it's that next generation, those Aussie talents, they need to come through and, and make an impact straight up. My bold statement is DD for MVP. Ooh, I would love to see yep. that right there. That is a very bold statement, especially yep. when you've got players like Machado floating around. Yep. Let's watch this space. I like it, though, John. Yeah, bold. Because he's going to have to really step up. Mm-hmm. Two, another yep. one. Jay Sean Tate gone. Let's yep. go DD Lozada. He can speak English now, too, apparently. Yeah, I think he says hello and I'd like a Big Mac. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> quite well. No, he can speak it quite well. Yeah, so yeah. let's hope we can get DD on through our show. Yeah, if connection you're watching. Yeah. That's going to be a very awkward interview. You think this is awkward right now? Wait until we get DD Lozada on. Maybe need some practice with some uh, other Brazilian natives <laughs> just to practice our um, local local language, I guess. But um, So they kick their season off, man, Saturday the 16th versus Brisbane. That would be a good great matchup. game right there, yeah, right there. Ripper. What do you think? Brisbane or Sydney in that one? I think one? Sydney. I think, uh, look, they're gonna. They're, they're always tough to beat, even with some of those outs. You know, Bogut was great last year. Tate's a huge out. But I just think they've got the right kind of players stepping to that next level, like Moller, like Dede. He's ready to be a superstar of the league. If Casper can put it all together, like you said, he sort of choked a bit last year. I think they're going to be a very, very good team this year. Sean Brewer, sixth man of the year. Yeah, I'd, I'd put that in there too. And yeah. I've said it on the podcast before, when him and Casper on the court, they look so much better. Oh, Sean, they really do. He finds a shot for Casper every time, and I just think that's a great look for them. So, yeah, it's going to be another good season for the Kings. They'll roll on as they always do, but um, yeah, I reckon Dede MVP. 
DDMVP, I love her right there. Johnny, your bold predictions have always been a bunch of fun. And I've sat here, I've made a little bit of fun of you, but I'm not here <laughs> making bold predictions myself. So it takes a lot to actually, you know, have yeah. the guts to go out there and do it. I like your, your Hawks in at four. You've got Adelaide in at the last spot. Yep. And then yep. you've got the rest of the league in the top four as well. <laughs> Pretty <So> much. <laughs> they'll fit in there somewhere. Like, And I think, and we, I think we even spoke about it a bit last year, but that's just, again, the state of the league. Like, we've got so many teams that could finish top four. And obviously we had one team last year finished fifth only on points percentage so exactly. it's so tight and this year is going to be so different and who knows what could happen in the next few months anyway that I think it's it's up for grabs and you, like you said we've got Perth who possibly could drop out you've got Sydney you've got a few different looks in there uh, it could be anyone season oh, it really could but I do think I will stick with this because this is one question that we definitely have to ask. Championship on episode one of Grey Wolf Hoops season two. You've got to make the prediction. I'm going to say yep. Melbourne United, the bowlers are going to win oh. this one. See, I would pick United if I wasn't trying to be bold. Like, I think they've just got all the pieces that they need. And it's just... I'm going to have to stick with United as well, man. I think yes. I won't make any bold calls on that one. We'll be sensible. I think Melbourne's got the bits they need to win a championship. That's a championship roster. Let's put it that way. It um, really is, but they've had yeah. champions. Last year's roster, I felt, was a championship yeah. roster, and they kind of underachieved with the finishing in fourth spot just. I guess Prather was very injury, yeah. whatever. And that depends on injuries, too, yeah. with United I, of course winning. It does. As long as they stay yep. healthy, United should, on paper, win this. Yeah, I agree. I think they've got the best team there. I think Jack White's going to surprise a lot of people. He's got that so much talent. Three deal for a guy of his age is pretty unreal. That is amazing yeah. right there. Cool. And very cool seeing someone coming out of college it like is, that. Yeah, coming into that it's straight into that Melbourne United roster. It's going to be a very fun yeah, season, that's yeah, for sure. I think so. And Landau's going to open up a lot of shots for Goulding. Mitch McCarron's still one of the better players on that roster. Like, it, it's just a great team. I think, they, like we said, they're going to be fun to watch. So I'll go United for my serious prediction. Serious prediction. United v Hawks in <laughs> the grand final series. I think playoffs kick off in May, John. So Yeah, I think it's all wrapped up by June thereabouts. That's the best part. You know, there's one good thing coming out of COVID is we get NBL right through until June. We had to wait a long time, but here it is. Can't wait. Bring yeah. it on. It's about to get underway. United's going to win it. And anything else we need to say before That's we're out pro- here? probably about it, but we're pretty excited to be back for season two, and we'll, probably, we'll keep the video format. I think it's it's quite good. You get to see our lovely faces and our lovely apparel. It's basically <laughs> just to show off these Zombies Academy much, yeah. t-shirts right yeah. here. <laughs> but yeah, stick around on the Grey Wolf Network. We have plenty on the way. Nims and Simon doing big things with Grey Wolf Wrestling. Nims caught up with a couple of big names, Ric oh, yeah. Flair, and maybe you've heard of Hulk Hogan. Oh, who's that guy? Yeah, he's, he's familiar. Oh, let me tell you something, brother. The Hulkster right there. We are doing very big things. 2021 is going to be a big one. And pack chat, John. We've got a few oh, things up our sleeves for heaps. that. And we are on the Freedom for Jay movement throughout 2021. We're yeah, we yeah. going to help our buddy get a divorce this year. There'll be more on that soon. It's a very good story, though. We want the community's help with that one, too. And it's just, a feel-good story. It is a feel-good story. Yeah, I feel like it could be a movie one day, possibly. About a very stubborn man. <laughs> but we will get more into that later. Mad man, Matt Grace, he's, sitting, he's chomping out the bit for the AFL season to get underway. Well, we, I guess with this format, we'll be running football and basketball at the same time. Just about, yeah. Yeah, we'll work all that out. And we might be back for an off-season edition of footy because there's been a lot of transactions and moves in the football in the AFL since the season wrapped up. And that's going to be a big season too. And at least they've announced it's going to be normal length quarters and hopefully, fingers crossed, things get underway and, and stay smooth for the year. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go, John. Thank you so much for joining me, man. Great Wolf Hoops. Great to be back, brother. Great to be back. We'll see you soon.
This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.